Yo, yo, yo. What is up, everybody? Tony and Austin here. Welcome to the Great Girth Podcast. This is season two. I don't normally tell you what season it is. I don't have to. I think that's really nice of me. It's considerate. Um, <laughs> how's everybody doing tonight? Austin, how are you, buddy? It looked like you were busy as shit. Yeah, I was busy today, and then I got in a, 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 a spat with some boy on the some dude on the internet, and we had to go. We had to get into NBA 2K21 because he was talking mad smack. Oh, which is why, which is why we recorded a little bit late because I had to go beat this kid with the goat squad, the um, NBA, um, the U.S. Redeem team, you know, two right. eight Summer Olympics team with um, my favorite player, um, my favorite offensive non-spur player, Carmelo Anthony. You got Chris Bosh, Chris Paul, Dwight Howard, Kobe Bryant, Dwayne Wade, LeBron James, Jason Kidd. You know, dominance. Pure, pure dominance. Boy, you're my boy. Uh, shit, man, it looked like you were having fun. I was watching you, and I was like, you know, while we're preparing, I see you in the background just, like, pounding your chest and freaking the fuck out. I was like, oh, he's pissed. Yeah, because, <laughs> because for everybody's listening, um, I'm, I'm choked. I choked so freaking hard, dude. Um, I'm up by eight points with like 45 seconds left to go. And this dude comes back and ties it up. He's got the oh, 80s. Up. He's rolling with the he rolling with the dream team with like LeBron or not with with like Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, um, Moses Malone. Um, Larry Bird, um, dudes like that. So we're evenly matched, pretty good teams. Many pe- a lot of people would would argue that um, the Dream Team is better than the Redeem Team, but um, um, yeah. So it, it was it was pretty insane. I I choked so hard I missed like two two pointers with Allen Iverson. So it was kind of triggering, but you know, in the end, Carmelo Anthony saved the day. Uh, a great Damn. dish from Mello to Kobe Bryant to win the game with 0.5 seconds left. That's how you do it, man. I haven't played live in a while. I mean, I play Warface every now and then, but I get tired of that game easily. I just fucking log out and then I can go play Halo or something. Yeah, this man literally been... has, has Warzone download and still has not played one game with me. <laughs> I forget, you forget. I got to do that shit. He's, he's so scared to come play Warzone. No, I mean, I'll definitely get creamed. Like, my best excuse for Warface is I have a chance. <laughs> <at being laughs> dude, like, dude, like, like Warzone. I I told us, yeah, we got to play Warzone two years ago. I'll we're die, about to but... be in the we're about to be in the third Call of Duty since Warzone came out. This man still <laughs> like refuses to get on this Warzone with me. Oh shit, I'll do it. I mean, it depends. He... Like tomorrow. Oh wait, no, I'm going over to your place tomorrow. And he, and he forgot about that. And he can't complain like, "Oh, I don't have money." Like, "Yo, Warzone's free, mother trucker." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "You can't be, you can't be rich and play in this game." <laughs> and oh, and um, the servers are like double what Warface is. Warface, you'd be shooting somebody, then you'll die from the same guy behind you because you'd lag so hard. Dude, that's 
exactly the problem. Yeah, I'll be thinking I'm hiding behind a corner and a motherfucker still gets me. And I was like, oh, oh hell no, this guy's a ghost. And it's just the fucking server. Yeah, I, I remember Shit's playing Warzone and seeing a dude running across the street. And I'm like shooting in his direction. But he like is on. And then all of a sudden just stops running. He's running in place on the street. I'm like, what the hell is happening? I'm like throwing rounds down at him. And all of a sudden that guy I'm shooting at running across the street is ran across the street down the street behind me and it killed me <laughs> he's like son of a bitch i, I know i had him i uninstalled the game i said i put 12 hit markers this mother trucker just because his internet sucks balls so i yeah, i straight because it's not because they don't have servers for wharf zone it's all based on it's like hosting services so it the game can only be as fast as your internet is right which, so, yeah. If one oh, dude one dude has go. bad internet in the game, the whole game's just AIDS the entire time. Yeah, dude, it pisses me off. I'm like, I know it ain't mine because I test my shit out all the time, and it works just fine on like WWE 2K and shit when I'm online with other people. But when I, as soon as I pop in Warface, I'm like, yep, somebody on here has a shitty server, and I just have to like exit the fucking game and start all over. <laughs> oh shit. Um, dude, I watched a badass movie last night. So I rented it. It's in theaters, but I rented it for 20 bucks. So I was like, fuck it. It'd be cheaper to rent it at home than having to pay for two tickets. It's a, a new film called Nobody. Dude, it was so fucking good. It's got this guy, uh, Bob Odenkirk. He was in Better Call Saul and uh, Breaking Bad good fucking actor but it's from the guys that made john wick so it's basically like a john wick type film dude right. it is so cool it was good i loved it i thought it was gonna be dumb watching the trailer but i fucking loved it if you get a chance dude you gotta watch it it's hilarious and if you want to see a fucking 56 year old man whoop ass you gotta watch it man there's a lot of famous people in it too there's just smaller roles but yeah it's called nobody i ordered it on voodoo I think I still have it for the rest of the night because it was like a 48-hour rental or whatever. I might watch it again, but yeah. There's a new movie like coming out like soon, like either comes out soon or just came out where the mom's like secretly like poisoning her her kid. Oh Jesus! <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, I want to see it. It's like she's like poisoning her kid to think she's like disabled and stuff, so she can't leave the house. Oh, bro, that's not a new movie. That's that's an older one. I watched that shit with Chanel like a few years ago. No, it's this called uh, now. Um... Oh, maybe maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, because the one I read is like "If I Stay" or whatever, and or maybe that's not the right title. But yeah, this girl's like she she's raised to believe that she's sick, so she can't leave her bubble or like her house and all that. And then she meets a boy. But anyway, what's the have you found the name of the one you're talking about? Um, I'm I'm looking up right now, like new movies coming out this month. Blah 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 blah. Concrete Cowboy. We need to go back to the movie theater. No, every breath you take. Shiva Baby. Thunder Force. Thunder Force looks like it's gonna be horrible. Voyagers. Some. Then Alligator Boy Monday. No. Thunder Force is on Netflix. It has Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, I saw that. Stowaway, Mortal Kombat, Vanquish, Separation. Is this what it is? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. It's called Separation. I'm gonna have to Separa- look this up. Separation. Separation. Let's see. Yeah, Brian Cox, isn't it? Okay, I like Brian Cox. Who else yeah, is here we this? go. Separation comes out April 30th. Wait, maybe maybe I'm dead wrong. Hold on. I was going to say, bro, this does not sound like at all what you were talking about. I'm <laughs> <laughs> looking at the picture and I'm like, there's a goat in front of the door. What the fuck? Yeah, I, I, hold on. I'm, I'm trying to get this to pull up. Recently oh. closed. <laughs> oh, go back down, 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 go back down. Um, nope, that's Stowaway. That's Vanquish. Um... Story of a young girl who finds solace in her artist fault. No, that's not right. We I'm broke up. That's definitely not it. Things heard and seen. No. Tom Clancy's without remorse. I don't know. We're, I'll have to find it some other time. But I, I, I want to see it. It looks, it looks interesting. You know, there's not a lot of good movies coming out though. Otherwise, I mean, I'm gonna reactivate my subscription to HBO when Mortal Kombat comes out, and then I'll do the same when. Uh, Matrix 4 and John Wick 4 and all that come out on HBO, but besides uh, Halloween Kills, which ain't until like October, there's really nothing I want to go see, but I do want to go back to the theater, man. I've been dying. Ever since this COVID shit pretty much ruined my whole life, I'm like, dude, I'm so excited to go back to the theater. I mean, it's going to become a dying thing. I don't think theaters have very long. I give it like maybe five, ten years. Uh, I yeah I think I, I don't think they'll ever go away, but they'll probably become more of a, uh, a drive-in thing. <laughs> yeah, like drive-ins where where you don't you don't necessarily always go to see new movies. It's kind of a uh, just for fun for the hell. Yeah, of it. you don't go to you don't go to see new movies. You go just because like it's a no, it's for the novelty of it. There's a a documentary on Amazon Prime about a fucking drive-in that these two nerdy-ass kids bought from some dude. Or no, they didn't buy it. They helped him, like, finance it or whatever to save it, and they put only, like, horror films out and shit and, like, cool classics and all that. It was good, though, because it brought back memories. I was like, fuck, man, I miss going to the drive-in. What's it called? It's called Run. It's on Hulu right now. Oh! It came out it came out in November, actually. Somebody was telling me about that, actually. I think it was Chanel, but I was just like, whatever, we'll look at it later. Run. A homeschooled teenager begins to suspect her mother is keeping a dark secret from her. Sarah Polson and Kira, Kira Ellen, I don't know who that is, but... Oh, it is on Hulu. Yeah, you're right. I got that. See, that's the only good thing about having all these streaming services. If you and I ever get a house at some point, you will have everything because of me. <laughs> You'll have Prime, Hulu, everything. Well, well, well I've got Disney, so you 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 can drop your Disney. Dill, if we move in together, I'll drop Disney, and you can literally watch anything else you want because we have fun. Yeah, we got a you name it. Yeah, follow up. We also we also oh um. Um, Sarah Paulson was in um, Glass. Yeah, she's did you also. Glass? I did. I'm not gonna lie to you though. I was kind of disappointed in comparison to the first two, Unbreakable and Split. It was still good though. I enjoyed it, man. I fucking loved it. I own it on Blu-ray and DVD. 
it was it was a good movie. I just don't think it was the strongest one of the three. Right. Oh, she's also in Bird Box. I didn't realize that. Oh, she's in a bunch of shit, man. Like, yeah. oh, she's in Ocean's I, Eight too. Damn. Yeah, like she's Mother been around a for a good time or a good while, but she's just now kind of getting damn. popular. She did her first big thing in 1994. Yeah, bro, she's been around for a while, but oh god, she okay, didn't get popular until like American Horror Story. I saw Jack and Jill and was like, oh god, not that movie. But I realized this is a TV series in 2000 or like 1999. He was like, oh, I thought it was that shitty one that we're all sitting there like, why is Al Pacino even in this? Dude, that (laughs) movie is so bad. It's horrible. I've seen worse, but that's a terrible fucking movie. That has to be Adam Sandler's worst movie. Oh, hands down. That's that and fucking um, Grown Ups 2. Grown Ups Um, 2 was terrible. That was a big stinky turd. I don't, I don't, I don't know if like murder mystery is a freaking horrendous. Oh, it's bad. I still enjoyed it, but it was really bad. We watched Hubie Halloween. Well, we that was how... pretty terrible. Adam Sandler is so hit or miss nowadays. Here's the thing, dude. His movies are enjoyable, even though they're bad. Fifty-eight different movies currently. Christ. Um, okay, so too much. Because he had Uncut Gems, and that one was really, really good. Oh, hell yeah. Um, let's Great see what film. else. Um, Funny People, that's pretty good. Funny People's fucking sad. That's the a wedding, good one, though. The Wedding Singer's really good. Rain <laughs> Over Me, pretty good. Rain Over Me is fucked up, too. That's a good one, though. Um, Hotel is fun. Whoa! First one. Did you know Happy Gilmore has a meta score of 31? Yeah, man. Back in the day, that was not a hit. Dude, that became a cult classic. Iconic. Yeah, no, it's one of the greatest movies of all time. But back in the day, I remember this movie when it came out. Oh, it was a God. shitty movie. <laughs> Dude, Metacritic Metascore has Hubie Halloween higher ranked than Happy Gilmore. How in the fuck is that possible? Um, it's got all the Helltale Transylvanias ranked higher. It's got Spanglish uh, higher. Spanglish isn't bad. Spanglish um, is a sad one. 51st Date is kind of weird, but fine. His most more in it. boring film is Punch Trunk Love. Murder Mystery is ranked higher than... It's ranked see, higher I, than Happy Gilmore. See, I thought that was a shitty movie, too. But uh, Billy Madison is the lowest ranked um, <laughs> Adam Sandler movie. Big Daddy, Big Daddy's like when I think of Adam Sandler movies, Big Daddy is what Big Daddy is like one of the first that pops up. Every time I go to McDonald's at eleven o'clock, that's all I can think of. Can somebody get the kid a Happy Meal? <laughs> that's a good one. I'm, I'm surprised that one has. So what's weird is they've never Hollywood and critics have never been too kind to Adam Sandler because he's a good actor, but he gets like the shittiest ratings regardless. Like that dude just gets chewed apart. Oh, anger management was weird as hell. I thought that was kind of dumb. Like it was funny, but. It's not the most uh, memorable Adam Sandler movie. Like, Little Nicky, I will always remember that. That's a funny-ass movie. But Anger Management's kind of like, eh. I remember it a little bit, but I wouldn't go out and buy it and own it. You you watch Don't Mess With The Zohan, right? That one's funny. That's really funny. Um, Click was horrendous, but they have 
ranked. Oh my god! No, there's no way in hell this is the high. No, it's not okay. Don't mess with Dude, the. Dude, I cried at the end of click. Oh god! Oh sad. my! What what is what is your favorite Adam Sandler movie? Oh, Happy Gilmore, Just hands down. Oh, it's tied. Uh, I think my favorite's The Longest Yard. Second is Waterboy. <laughs> Waterboy is funny. In my opinion, The Longest did. Yard was his last good one. He show she well uncut gems is I think. Yeah, but that don't really count. Good. That's like not a com. I'm talking comedy wise. <laughs> That, Otherwise, um, his serious films are amazing. She showed me her boobies and I liked it. It's Captain Insano. It's okay. Close <laughs> client said I could. It's okay. When <laughs> <laughs> he's fucking that dude up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sandy Wexler was, wasn't too bad either. That was a weird one. That was like, it felt like a, a ripoff of a Tarantino film with a comedy in it. Oh, talking about horrible, horrible movies, Bedtime Stories, which I think is his worst one. I never saw that one. It's a Disney one, right? Yeah. Oh, Mr. Deeds. Um, why does Mr. Deeds have a 24 um, net Metacritic score? That's crazy. See, I liked Mr. Deeds. I thought that was a good one. Very inspirational. <laughs> <laughs> Deuce Bigelow, male gigolo. So, Rob male gigolo was funny. I thought European gigolo was stupid. I love bench warmers, even though he's not in that one either. Uh, oh, that boy love- was horrible. That's that's right. I forgot that. Oh, with Andy Samberg. It's funny, but it's not. I wouldn't go saying it's a good one. It's definitely forgettable. Just go with it. It's kind of. Eh. Yeah, that or blended. I thought was stupid. Uh, oh, no, I forgot. Pixels is the worst movie he's in. What the fuck is Pixels? I've heard about it so many times. I saw it's, a trailer for it. So, what it is, is it? so bad. It's got Adam Sandler, Kevin James, um, Peter Dinklage. It's when like <laughs> the, the combination of a shitty movie all in one. All those guys are like these like former like 1980s video game champions. Oh, and apparently aliens saw vi- they launched a time capsule into space with video games and so a bunch of aliens found them and used those as weapons to destroy the world. And so instead of having the military can't fight them, so they have to bring in these uh, like 80s video game nerds to teach the military how to fight these people. Like they have, they have like not so stupid. They have um, like asteroids where they teach them how to how to shoot the asteroids as they're coming or shoot the snake as it's coming down. All kinds of weird games. See, as you were describing it, it got boring. I was like, yeah, that sounds like a shitty yeah, movie. It's really dumb. It's really bad. Kevin James is the president, so that's how you know. Yeah, like, what the hell? Oh, shit. Adam Sandler, though, I do like. I do. I, a movie everybody hates, but I kind of like. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. No, I think that one's funny as hell. So, sir, sit down. <laughs> he sucks. You're cool. I'm gay. <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot about Eight Crazy Nights. Hey, Crazy Nights is awesome. I love that one. And you got Grown Ups. The Cobbler was horrible. Horrendous. Grown Ups was okay, but the second one was awful. Um, the Cobbler was horrendous. Made me, I literally fell asleep in the middle of it. I never watched um, The Cobbler. What the fuck is that? It's um, literally Adam Sandler as a cobbler. His, his, um, he finds like a magical shoe or something like that. and then um, So that he can be, like, become other people. 
What in the hell? And it's, and it's like him. It's just a bunch of him, like, oh, becoming a black person, finding out how that is, or becoming this, and beca- learning how this is, and becoming this person, and seeing how they live their life, and how the world can be different, blah, blah, blah. No, oh, yeah, crap like that. You can tell that he's only making movies now, though, to make money because he's smart, dude. Regardless of how good they do, he's going to make money. These movies make a shit ton of money. It's crazy to me how much money this guy makes, and they're terrible films. Oh, and then they had the do-over. All that of Netflix's movies have sucked so bad. The do-over sucked. The cobbler sucked. The... um. Um, Huey Halloween suck, and then the worst movie that Jack, that Adam Sandler has ever made, and personally the worst movie I've ever seen in my entire life. Jack and Jill. That is a fucking bad one. You know what is a good one though? It's not an Adam Sandler movie. He's in it though with Ben Stiller and Dustin Hoffman. I think it's called the Mayor. Hold on, the Meyer Lowitz stories or let me check this out Hold on the oh yeah 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 the, uh, the no, Meyerowitz stories yeah. or whatever dude that one was really good it was sad Adam Sandler is like a tortured soul in that movie <laughs> but no it's a good movie I, I enjoyed it it was kind of a weird one though because it's one of those movies where it's an indie film nothing's going on it's just more relatable to real life right I love films like that. I just don't like watching romance flicks or movies about people fucking dying of cancer. That's just so depressing to me. Yeah. um, Uncut Gems is probably the best. Um, The Longest Yard is my favorite. It's kind of tied between Waterboy and The Longest Yard. I'm going to pick The Longest Yard because it has Michael Cocaine Irvin in it. I think his best film of all is Rain Over Me. But my personal favorite is Happy Gilmer. Gilmer? Gilmore. Be stuck on that, Bob. You'll never make this putt, you jackass. Like, dude, that movie's fucking... That movie's just like... Get in your home. Why won't you get in your home? Are you too good <laughs> for your home? <laughs> I forgot about the beginning when he's like, Mama wouldn't let me play on the Pro Tour. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. It's because you're black. <laughs> he's like, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that shit. I just was like, that's hilarious. Dude, that movie was so fucking funny even when it came out, but I remember, yeah, when I was young, that was just another dumb and dumber. Like nobody really it didn't achieve the success that it has right now. Like right now, ask anyone, they'll tell you it's probably one of his better films. But nobody gave a fuck when it came out. It was another movie. Right. Same with Ace Ventura, dude. Those weren't hits when they came out. I wasn't born when Happy Gilmore came out, so I don't remember. <laughs> no, 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 dude. Like the yeah, like think of it like um, what's a good way of explaining it? Okay, so you remember how the Grinch stole Chris- Christmas? Right. That movie wasn't like a blockbuster hit. It made money, but it didn't like become a children's classic. Of until like now, you know, as we get older. Oh my god! Knows. They only made they only made thirty eight million dollars on Happy Gilmore. Right, it's not particularly like a good movie. It is not Oscar worthy. It is not a fucking successful film, but it's a cult classic. It just over time it became like one of the best. And to me, it's like my it's my personal favorite, and I think it's definitely one of his stronger movies. And I wish he would go back to that kind of humor. <laughs> but you know, he grew you're up. Not, you're not going to believe 
that ha- Happy Gilmore has a an award for uh, um from the MTV Movie Awards. No worst movie. It best fight. <laughs> Oh hell yeah! Bob it was nominated in 1997. It was nominated on the Kids Choice Award as the kids' favorite movie. Huh, kids. Oh what? Happy Gilmore got Adam Sandler nominated for his first Razzie in 1997. Oh yeah, Adam Sandler. And they're all this movie sucks. sucks. That's crazy. <laughs> Right, like you look at it in retrospect, like that's a good movie. What the hell? Nah, dude, people clowned on him. They clowned on Jim Carrey, but they were popular, man. They made money. Like Jim Carrey's movies in the '90s were fucking flat-out money makers, but nobody gave a fuck. Not until now. Now they're like, oh, I love him. He's amazing. So, so this has IMDb ranking all of Adam Sandler's movies. How the hell oh, is man. Blended the best? They ranked Blended with um, freaking Drew Barrymore as his best movie. Yeah, dude, Blended sucked. I hated Blended. Number two, The Wedding Singer. Number okay, three. To be fair, Wedding Singer is pretty good. That, that one sucks. Um, number four is The Stories. That is a good one. Number five is Happy Gilmore. Oh, this clev click at six. I quit. <laughs> All the way to the bottom. How the fuck is blended? It like wow. Yeah, this is weird to tell. Number one, or the worst Adam Sandler movie is called Going Overboard. It was filmed in 1989. Um, it's literally got a one star rating. Um, oh yeah, going over. Like, that's his first film. Yeah. Okay, he's terrible here in his debut. Quote: Hotel Transylvania three is second worst. Then Jack and Jill. They gotta lay off the Hotel Transylvania. Whoa. Those are children. Whoa! They have like, give it a the, the longest yard and the Water Boy as f- four and five worst movies. Then Little Nicky. See, I can understand where people are like, I hate little Nikki. It's so stupid. It is stupid, yeah, but, but I love it. It's funny as hell. See, some straight. W- the Water Boy is better than Little Nikki. The Week of The Ridiculous Six is the worst of all his Netflix movies. The Week of I didn't like either. That's the one with Chris Rock. I thought it was yeah. stupid. I thought it was gonna be cool. I was like, oh, Chris Rock, and but then it's just garbage. Yeah, that um, was another fucking Adam Sandler Netflix film. Um, so I don't understand how The Water Boy and The Lungs Yard are both better than Little Nicky, The Week of, Ridiculous Six, Grown Ups 2, I Pronounce You Chuck and Larry, The Cobbler, The Do Over, Rain Over Me, Anger Ma- How's Anger Management here at 25? Right. I can easily put that on one of the worst movies he's done. It was funny, but I wouldn't say it was like amazing. I, they have it pickles. wasn't that good as his 21st best movie and it's literally one of the worst movies ever made Jack and Jill that shit should be number one and I think Ridiculous 6 is definitely the second one I'm gonna look yeah, at the worst movies, movies ever made stupid. we're gonna see what pops up we're gonna see how many of these movies we have seen on the worst videos ever made IMDB 40 worst movies ever we're gonna see how many we have actually watched Perfect. Here we go. We're going to start at the bottom at 40. 
Forty, the Wasp Woman from 1959. Have not seen it. Never, never even heard of it. Oh no! Number thirty-nine, Ishtar, 1987. I don't think I've seen that. I've not seen that. Have you? I've no. I've never heard of that either. Here comes one that we've actually seen. Jingle all the way, 1996. What the fuck? <laughs> I love that movie. What the hell? <laughs> With Sinbad. What the hell? Dude, that's a Fucking awesome movie. What? Okay, oh, we got some it. stupid Maximum Overdrive is on here from 1986. Bro, Stephen King. That's Emilio Estevez. That's a badass movie. Uh, we're going to keep going. A bunch of garbage, bunch of garbage. Uh, the Room uh, with Tom Oh, my God. Dallas. I love The Room, dude. That's, that's one of the – you have to see it. I have seen it. It's horrendous. It's But bad. it's funny horrendous. Hello. Oh, yeah, it's, it's I did not hit her. Oh hi Mark. <laughs> hi Mark. The movie they made about it's pretty fucking good. Disaster artist. Oh here we go. Number twenty four, Jack and Jill. <laughs> <laughs> They're like there it this is. movie right here is a giant right. piece of shit. Uh, fucking hate that. Oh movie. the Hobgoblins, nineteen eighty eight. the Hob. I've never even heard of that. What the fuck? Okay. Oh, I've never heard of it. Oh, gonna keep scrolling. Try to find one. Excuse me, I'm yawning. Teen Wolf with Jamie Michael Fox is the thirteenth worst movie of all time. Which is weird because the second one is terrible. Like the first one's funny. It literally has a six point one rating. Damn. See, I like Teen Wolf. Oh, here we go. Not as much as I would love to. But have you seen Food Fight from 2011 with like Hilary Duff and Haley Duff and like Charlie Sheen? No, it sounds terrible. Oh my god, it is the worst movie probably I have ever seen personally. Yeah, no, fuck that. I ain't spending time on that. <laughs> there are there are three Titanic movies on this list. Three What? The first like, like not one. Not like animated Titanic movies. Not we're not talking about the masterpiece that is James Cameron's The Titanic. We're talking about random Titanics made by just random animation. <laughs> it's like Titanic 2021. Those oh my God. Here's, here's Troll 2. Uh, yeah, I can see that. The first one's <laughs> too. The number four worst movie ever made is Batman and Robin 1997. Oh, I think we could forget about that piece of shit. That was a bad movie. Uh, number two worst movie ever made, Birdemic Shock and Terror from 2010. Yeah. And the worst movie of all time is called Monster A Go Go from 1965. Monster. It has a it has a 2.2 rating. A space capsule crash lands on Earth and the astronauts aboard disappears. Is there a connection between the missing man and the monsters roaming the area? It's got See, Philip Morton in it. That's weird, though. Like, I've never heard of it. So here's the thing. It's almost hard to answer the question of what is the greatest movie ever made? What is the worst movie ever made? So on and so forth. But if you were to, like, put aside acting, cinematography, and all that, in your opinion, what is the worst movie ever made? Like, that you've seen, what is, your, in your opinion, the worst movie ever made? Um, it's probably, it's, it's probably um, still Jack and Jill. <laughs> I mean, I can Tony, understand it. 
this dude's twin sister who looks like she weighs 450 pounds hops on a jet ski and is riding around in a jet ski in their swimming pool and then just dips and shoots 45 feet in the air and lands there is only one joke in the entire movie that made me laugh I didn't think any of it was funny. I just sat there the whole time depressed. When he's talking, when he's talking to their, um, when he's talking to his, um, like the um, landscaper, and he's just talking about how he's illegal and the cops come, he's gonna get deported. And Adam just, and you see both everybody getting super awkward, and you see everybody else in the audience kind of getting like super weirded out. He goes, "I'm kidding." <laughs> Dude, that's so. <laughs> For me, man, the fucking I've said it before, I'll say it again. I still believe it. Iron Man 2 is the fucking worst movie I've ever seen in my whole life. I hate that movie so much. I hate everything about it, dude. Doesn't even matter who's brain that you hate the best Iron Man movie. The best Iron Man movie is the first one. (laughs) The third one is better than the second one. I hate the second one so much. Iron Man 3 is so garbage. See, you're you're the odd man out because everybody I know loves Iron Man three, and I've only seen like half of it. Like legit, everyone hates Iron Man goes, two that I've talked to. Here, here goes here goes Tony again talking smack about movies he ain't never seen the whole thing. <laughs> I saw half. All right, it was all right, but like I just I tried because I love Iron Man, man. The first one I fucking love it. I I own the the original tin copy that has the mask and shit on the cover, like. I loved it, and I kind of wish they would have kept it solo, but ultimately, that was the only one I saw. No, or, like, I saw... No, nah, go ahead. The worst movie I've ever seen is Food Fight from 2011. I've never seen Food Fight. That is crazy. Um, I am going to give you a YouTube video and give everybody a YouTube video they have to watch. <laughs> it's a trailer for Food Fight. <laughs> Okay, here's uh, one. No, no, no. It's it's it is um, food fight. It is an amazing video by one of my favorite YouTubers. It's called Food Fight um, from John Tron. It's Food Fight Exclamation by John Tron. When you get time, you have to watch it. It is f- a phenomenal movie, and it'll make you fall in love with John Tron. He's so amazing. Um, Shit, he I'll got, probably watched after this. John Tron kind of got canceled because he talks smack about. Um, he he wanted like strong borders and was like, "Yo, people who come, um, immigrants who come to America and don't assimilate are like drags on the economy and the culture." So everybody Jesus. like everybody canceled him. I can understand why. Even though, Holy his, shit. Even, though, even though his parents immigrated from the Middle East and they're like, <laughs> uh, let's see if you okay. So like, here's a good one. Hold on. Oh. oh. What is your favorite worst? Uh, well, what is your favorite like bad movie? Because there's a ton of shitty movies out there, but everybody has a shitty movie they enjoy. Um, I'm trying to think, what's a what's a bad movie that I like to watch? Mine, I can almost guarantee nobody's ever heard of. I got it at the thrift store when I was like five. <laughs> It's called the Buttercream Gang, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> you got a YouTube trailer for it. I'm pretty sure the movie's on there. It's called the Buttercream Gang. It's fucking. That's one of my favorite, like, worst movies ever made. 
Yeah, I'm, we're, I'm looking up right now the Buttercream Gang. There's like two or three of them, but I love them, man. The Buttercream <laughs> Gang. What the hell is this? Is this album or this uh, freaking? What do you do when your best friend is making a big mistake? (laughs) (laughs) Reverend Whittle as Michael Scott. (laughs) Okay. Dude, it's a good fucking movie. It's so bad. Um. Uh, we are on our own I think is what it's called no um what is it called have you seen that movie where the kids um their mom like dies and then they're like trying to find their dad in the uh, another state and so they're like um movie yeah on our own here we go. Have you seen this movie? If anybody has seen this movie, please, for the love of God, let me know. It's about these three kids whose mom dies. And so they're going to go into a foster care, or four kids. They're going to get split into foster care and split up. They break out of the um, like social services thing. Jesus. And they like go to California from like the East Coast. Go all the way to the West Coast to try to find their dad. No, I've never heard of that. That does sound pretty fucking interesting, though. It, yeah, it's, huh. it's pretty good. Uh, you said uh, it's called On Our Own? On Our Own. The world is tearing oh. them In a world tearing them apart, four children fight to stay together. Oh, I see. Yeah, came out in 1988. My grandma used to have a VHS of it. There, none of the actors in this movie have an image. That's kind of how this buttercream gang movie is, bro. Like, oh, this is DeAndre from Stepping Sam- Stones Entertainment <laughs> does have one. Yeah, the buttercream gang kind of makes me feel uncomfortable. So basically, here's the. A gang of do-gooders refuse to give up on an old friend who falls in with a bad crowd. There you go. They make up a gang dedicated to community service. <laughs> it's like instead of oh my doing God. community service, I just wish they, I wish they would have called it something other than the Buttercream Gang. Dude, like, it's that so sounds, awesome. That sounds like that a group movie. of bakers. That sounds like a group of bakers in South LA who are like, yo, yo, gang, gang, Buttercream Gang. <laughs> gang, gang, Buttercream Gang. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, like, yo, yo, awesome. yo, yo, you... well, we found it at a thrift store. We have one critic rating from the butter for the buttercream gang. Here we go. One city, one critic rating, and that critic rating is um, blah, 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 blah. let's see. I'm pulling it up. We're looking at the review for the buttercream. Add 404 error not found. Uh, Damn. I'm have we to cannot forward. learn about whether the buttercream gang isn't truly good or not. Let's see. Do we have any... Does the buttercream gang have any like regular... Um, they have 20, 41 I users. I'm pretty sure it was a Christian made. I'm almost positive it was like a Christian film studio go. that made it. 
According to user Helpless Dancer, all kids like this be like this group. Okay, there was enough sap in this film to gum up every VCR and CD unit in the world, but I still liked it. I also liked the sequel, which contained quantities of corn sufficient for the feeding of all hungry in China and India. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the movie had a good message, which also presented a tad simplistically, okay, big time simplistic, was still a good one, even though I can't see most folks living by it. Call me a pessimist, but in the real world, I see guys like Pete going to the pen for life or being blown away in the course of a drug deal gone sour. <laughs> old, old people or late dollars like myself would probably really go for this picture. Oh, God. Anyone listening right now, if you get a chance, go on YouTube. There's a shitty copy of it. The Buttercream Gang. It's amazing. Like, it is one of the worst films you'll ever watch. Oh, no. So enjoyable. I really don't like this. (laughs) 10 10 out of 10. This is Butter Gang is the cream of the crop. Screw you (laughs) just for that title. The cream of the crop. Uh, this is quote the best movie ever made according to Nest- nerdy Justin I first saw this movie in Sunday school <laughs> bro that's when class- they were showing oh, it right? yeah Seriously, it's such a horrible movie. We all fell in love with it and it became a super big joke. I later found this on DVD via Netflix and lost the copy I made. I shall own this again, legally or illegally. The story is a fine example of light Christian morals implied by the natural morals, for right or wrong. Okay, now let's now let's um now are there any one star ratings? Let's see. It's on Rotten Tomatoes. Another ninety minutes. Oh, here we go. Here we go. The most disturbing slash bigoted film I have ever seen uh, by Fuxing 626. The Buttercream Gang, in quotation marks, is not only a horrible movie, it is quite fascist as well. Everyone in the film has blonde hair except the bad guy who has brown hair. There are no Hispanics, Afro-Americans, Asians, except for a brief mention of Mahatma Gandhi. But I think that counts. Native Americans or homosexuals in the film. In fact, when Pete, the bad guy, joins the bad gang, he changes his last name to a Mexican name for no apparent reason. There's also many misogynistic images, such as the woman in a pink dress sweeping the porch. It's also quite lame. The buttercream gang, the good gang, mows people's lawns for no money, save the widow Jenkins, not Mrs. Jenkins, widow Jenkins. They have... They have to remind her that her husband is dead every time they say her name (laughs) when she falls down and, of course, attend regular church services. About one quarter of the movie is father-son pep talks about a deal with the bad gang, one of which mentions Gandhi. And I know if Gandhi lived to see his name mentioned this chauvinist film, he would cry with shame. The bad gang does not do anything horrendous, merely break bottles and spray paint sad faces on the sides of buildings. I'm sure racists love this movie. Oh my God. We're going to pretend like this movie wasn't made in like 19. (laughs) Okay. So you know, I don't give a fuck about rotten tomatoes, but I'm on there right now. The audience score is a 66% or whatever fresh. So here is a bunch of the reviews, right? One is like, even though this was a favorite of many kids when I was younger, I never saw it. I just watched it for the first time as an adult, and I was a little, it was a little tedious. This feels like a 30 minute short. And then somebody put just a classic, love this movie. Cheesy and cliche, or cliche to have a laugh. 
then there's another one. Uh, fuck. I just found it. it was hilarious. It was like, if you're making babies, watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Pete went from Elk Ridge, Utah, to a gang-infested 90s. Uh, what is this? Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah, let that sink in. This is an inspirational tale of lost innocence and of a friendship that stands for, nah, 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 whatever, I'm not reading this shit. But, oh my god, not many people are aware of this very odd 90s movie that showcases Mormon values. It's like a lost, <laughs> it's like a lost 50s movie that was made 40 years too late, but maybe Mormon. <laughs> I don't know what the other people who've rated this movie are thinking, but this movie is horrible. It was given to us as a gift for Christmas. We got 15 to 20 minutes into it and turned it off. The acting was lame. The storyline cheesy. A kid from a good small town, which seems to be stuck in some sort of weird time warp between the 50s and the 80s, goes to the bad big city and becomes corrupted, casting a bad light on all big cities. The icing you might say on the cake was the scene where the perfect angelic kids in their perfectly clean clothes and perfect hairdos help the poor fallen widow by climbing through her second story window what about all the windows on the ground floor even before that they wrote they ride for what seems like kill them like kilometers on their bikes past numerous adults not once asking for help and has anyone ever has anyone ever heard of 911? We turned it off shortly after this and explained to our kids that if anyone they know is ever hurt or in trouble, they are to dial 911 immediately or ask an adult for help. We decided as it is too cheesy and unrealistic, I would ne- never buy one. The copy we have will go into our infamous garage shell giveaway bin. I would much rather have my kids watch something they know is not real and not intended to be real, such as a good fantasy movie that may have some questionable content that encourage them to watch something crappy and misleading, masquerading as <laughs> real or good. Jesus Christ. God, bro, my generation is so stupid. <laughs> God, don't have kids. But look at this so shit. I'm gonna okay, look so up, I'm gonna, we're going to look at this person who had the most bigoted film he's ever seen. Um, right. Let, let's look at a movie that we know that we know of that they have um let's see. This this person really ew. Oh it's on God. sale that, on Amazon. That sounds, that sounds nasty. I'm not even going to talk about it. Wait, no, it's not. Oh, no. He talks. She talks. She's in trouble. She talked smack about Dr. Seuss. And she talks talk, smack about how the Grinch stole Christmas with. Um, today is a total death. This is totally a desecration of Dr. Seuss's classic children's story. Oh, the whole point of the story is that Christmas and the holiday season in general is about more than flamboyant decorations and superficial gifts. It's about generosity, compassion, and kindness. I know it sounds corny, but I believe it, and so did Dr. Seuss. Yet this movie made millions of dollars while saying in its script that money is not important. What? This movie lost money at the box office. This person obviously did not pay any attention. This movie lost money. What the hell? The charisma exhibited by the Grinch in the book was not exhibited by the Grinch in the movie. Cindy Lou Who became the type of a good guy constantly trying to edify the Grinch. In the book, she is simply a symbol of innocence and childhood wonder. That's already profound. What? Having a child be childlike is profound. Okay. Low standards. Uh, she doesn't need to become a proselytizer to prove anything. The simplicity of the Who's was also extradited from the movie in the, and in the book. In the book, they had a wonderful appreciation and humility. In the movie, they well didn't. The holiday season, watching 
animated movie version, or better yet, read the book to your kids. Dr. Seuss was nice enough to share his extraordinary talent for writing children's literature in the world. Let's honor his memory by not changing his work. Uh... I got some bad news for you, honey. <laughs> I bet you that's the same bitch that was like, we got to cancel it. He's bad. Oh, my God. Oh my she God. talks back about Dude, Where's My Car? Let's hear it. What's wrong with Dude, Where's My Car? Kids, gather around, and I'll tell you a story. One night last summer, my younger brother and my cousin coaxed me to sing this film. I was slightly inebriated, and it was about one in the morning. Even with those two factors going for it, the movie wasn't funny at all. What? It was just oh, stupid. The fact that they actually put in an alien evasion into the movie proves how little faith... Even- the directors and producers had in this movie. Two guys getting so wasted they can't remember what happened last night isn't much of a plot, so they put aliens to seem on and seem to honestly believe it'd be the movie's salvation. Dude, where's my car is a great example of what not to do while making a film. I'm looking at something right now. Sorry, this I'm just trying to... This chick's a deadbeat, to be honest. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I, I forgot about this. There was another Buttercream Gang secret oh, no. treasure mountain. No. <laughs> no. No. But, no. The, the Buttercream Gang, the secret of treasure mountain? Yeah, this one has, like, no reviews. There's no <laughs> way this is a... Yeah, oh this my god! Definitely gotta be worse. The picture is some dude with a bowl cut staring uh, into the like lifeless eyes of a of a some skull. It is a five point five on IMDb. Dude, it, like I don't think I ever saw it. I'm glad I didn't. We have three user vi- reviews for the Buttercream Gang and the Secret of Treasure Mountain. Like it uh, sucks. No, I really don't like. I really don't freaking like this title. I really don't like this title. <laughs> Even creamier than the original. <laughs> <laughs> like a good second entry into a candy bar brand family. The sequel is even creamier than the first one. Oh hell! The key element which makes this movie better than Goonies. Oh hell no! Oh hell no! It was better than Goonies. (laughs) We need to have a discussion about how great Goonies the Goonies is. Oh, Goonies is amazing. That's one of my all-time favorite films as well. I I am pissed off. The end. The end sentence of this review is just a thought, but I'd like to see the buttercreamers get to touch others the way they have touched me and some other people I know. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag buttercreamers forever in all caps. Touch people. <laughs> uh, oh, finally, no. we have not just for kids. I thought this movie was great. Lots of moral character and just as good as the first movie. Amazing actors and a wonderful storyline. I'm now 18 years old and I still love it. It's great for any age and a lot better than most movies out today. I wish they'd make a third movie. Love the Bible-based, godlike atmosphere to the movie, but yet everyone still has fun and it's goofy. I do not like the term buttercreamers forever. I really don't like all over the country and teach some of the hardened inmates the ways of buttercreaming. I gotta see if the buttercream. I gotta see if this is even on YouTube. The whole movie is on YouTube. I say the more. Um, 
uh, in space, whereas the creamers meet an alien race, which is at odds with another alien, and the gang has to rise to the occasion and teach an alien race, which is at odds with another alien in the gang. Um, I don't know, but in these times of hostility and stupidity, I say more buttercreaming going on, the better. I wonder if now... I wonder if the now grown actors might be willing to consider a prison tour where they travel around to correctional facilities all over the country and teach some of these hardened inmates the ways of buttercreaming. <laughs> just and the greatest line of the entire night. Just a thought, but I'd like to see the buttercreamers get to touch others the way they have touched me and some people I know. Hashtag buttercreamer forever crows 18 we got to look at some of the other video uh, movies that you have reviewed okay here you go right uh, now i'm curious okay he he um here we go he he um reviewed wonder woman um um ww20 wonder woman 84 and said, judged against its predecessor, or even on its own, it isn't good. Okay. Um, um, fireproof, I think not. They're not going to smash fireproof, are they? Nah. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Fireproof, question mark. I think not. Oops, I accidentally closed it out. <laughs> okay, we got fireproof. Oh my I God, I found all of them. More like extremely flammable, too hot to handle as Kirk is as hot as a summer sun. Kirk with ashes and soot all over his face. I am Mick Melting. Mick Melting. She said, I am Mick Melting. M-C-M-E-L-T-I-N-G. To his ashes, to his ashen sexiness, he adds something of a better than all of you attitude, which really just sends me over the edge. This is a Jesus movie. (laughs) Bro, I found both of them on fucking YouTube, like full length, decent quality. Who wouldn't want to share an Agorma sweater with him and enjoy hot chocolate from an empty couple's mug. Oh, the fire would be roaring and the hot chocolate would be flowing. Each of us getting a little giddy from too much cocoa, like father, like son, playing on the because it is my favorite holiday movie. In a situation like this, when no one could judge a straight man for going, uh, going over the Kirk edge, I would be like judging water from going over the waterfall. The movie makes me almost as happy as Bay Arthur's Cantina song and chanting Kirk a doodle do, Kirkle doodle do, Kirkle doodle do, Kirkle doodle do. Watch this or Dudley Moore will jump out of your chest unless you have IOL in your room. It is he it is already way too late. Oh my god. This dude just talked about sipping cocoa with James Cameron, the most Jesus person in Hollywood. I don't like the way that she described him as Kirk with ashen sit all over her face. I am Mick melting all his ashen sexiness has something of a better than all of you attitude, which really sends me over the edge. This is a Jesus movie. Why is Yo. it the thing you're watching? Well, it's weird. The people that are bitching about this, you can tell they definitely have pink hair. Oh my God. <laughs> Fuck. Oh my God. Birth of Jesus, 1998, 1998 title. Kirk Cameron is God. 
He goes by the name of Uncle Kirk, but there's no mistaking that Uncle Kirk is the Holy Father in this masterpiece of guilt-inducing cinema. After Uncle Kirk sees the atrocities committed by atheists and agnostics of the world, he ascends to his glowing throne. That is when he, that's when we get what we all want in our feature film to be made to feel less than pure the wholesome and the servers it's harsh realization when you first come to terms with the fact of being street trash but as i have learned through kirk it is better to lift that veil early in life and step out of the matrix and into the reality of our terrible lives and face our horrible selves in the mirror we are going to burn but in that meantime we have some quality entertainment to give us to keep us going folks kirk's has saved christmas easter passover rosh hashanah festivus and for the rest of us kirk has saved our very souls i love you kirk the whole humanity loves you you magnificent magnificent sexy server beast what What (laughs) this person's a psychopath and this person wrote this this may be the greatest this may be the greatest um movie review this is the greatest (laughs) troll job ever yeah it seems a little hasty like someone's definitely pulling some strings just to be a smart ass there we go the punisher dirty laundry Mm, that's actually a badass little clip 10 minutes nails it when hours and seasons never could it never occurred to me that i could review this on here given that it is a 10 minute film but once i discovered it was on here i had to i had to sing its praises the film yeah. made low budget and borrowed music from the dark night but it manages to capture the essence and tone of the punisher in a way no movie or show ever has done also it's also a glaring reminder that i would like to see Thomas Jane in this role one more time in the definitive Punisher movie, but that will never happen. So we'll have to accept this is the preview of some great film. We will never have hands down the best Punisher put to film. It's pretty cool, but it's, you know, it's, I wouldn't go that far. It's literally just a 10 minute clip, oh, but there's I another Chris Cameron review. <laughs> Oh god damn! What's this guy's racist? Kirk Cameron, night in, from 2007, his coming home movie. The title is a little mini Kirk we can all carry in our pockets. Anyone who knows me knows that Kirk Cameron is my favorite of anything ever. I sit beneath the whole of his judgment, a small man, merely a speck, trying to have a life of the huge shadow of his khaki wholesomeness and serverish godlike looks. If, if only someone could ministerize him creepy. in a mass production basis so I could walk around with a, with mini Kirks in all of my pockets, I'd be happy. Happy man. The movie. Oh, I didn't actually see this movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. I that's love cool this right person. There. Oh, I didn't actually see this movie. <laughs> Please. That's the only ones. Oh my God. If you are somehow out there listening, um, um, Crows1886.5, um, who's been a IMDb member since 2019. If you hear, if you're hearing this somehow, we need, we want you on the podcast to talk about your deep and unabiding love of Kirk Cameron and the greatest troll job I've ever seen in my entire life. I found uh, <clears throat> somebody. Selling the Buttercream Gang on DVD and Blu-ray oh, on fucking no. eBay on for Blu-ray. I might have to said, buy it. Someone said um, we should get uh, the Blu-ray. Uh, someone would say we should make a Blu-ray of the Buttercream Gang. <laughs> Dude, oh my god, people are fucking like 
oh my god, he's got oh no 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 the bids are out of fourteen ninety nine. It's at two hundred and forty nine dollars. People oh, are fucking over this. Someone yeah, I was like, damn it. I want this, but I'm not paying that kind of money for a shit film. I bet you I can just like copy that shit off of fucking YouTube if I had the link. Oh my god. Here we go. We got another we got another review about fireproof. Um it's called in top <laughs> it's called self righteous preachy piece of garbage. Oh god. Have you seen Fireproof? No, I've heard of it, but I've never seen it, no. I like it, it's pretty good. I might um, the top thing is if you the top thing it says if you are a Christian you're probably you will absolutely love this movie since most of them do but if you're not religious you'll find it to be preachy uninteresting movie this is the cinematic equipment of Bible bangers showing up to your front door to preach the good word you'll want to invite them off the porch. Jesus Christ. The reason this is movie is not is offensive to non-Christians is there are many of us who have good marriages without God involved and Christians get divorced at the same rate as non-Christians. I suspect this movie is an attempt to find someone at a low point in their life like in a bad marriage and recruit them to Christianity. Honey, honey, listen uh-huh. to me. Listen to me. It's Kirk Cameron. <laughs> You should have seen that Kirk Cameron, Alexander Kirk, and Stephen Kendricks wrote this and was produced by a church. You should not have been like, this is going to be a solid movie with no Jesus. You should have done Kirk Cameron, movie. the dude that was in like the Left Behind movies? Yeah, he was in some of the Left Behind movies. Have you seen the Left Behind movie with um, Nick Cage? With Nick Cage in it? Yeah. <laughs> no, I tried like. So I didn't really give it a shot. I saw like five minutes of it on Netflix and then I, for some reason, stopped. But is it any good? It's it's better. I think it's better than the Kirk Cameron ones, to be honest. <clears throat> yeah, those are pretty it's cheesy. A lot more, it's a lot more action-packed. And it's a lot less. It's a lot. It's just a ton of like. It's more like action. Hollywood preach. It's yeah. Hollywood action, less preachy. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's more about like, oh, my God, like literally half the like three quarters of the entire planet just disappeared off the face of the earth. And you He's like, like, it's more, it's more day after tomorrow. Yeah. Than exactly. Noah's Ark. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it is crazy to me. Like absolutely crazy to me that Kirk Cameron got his start on growing pains. <laughs> <laughs> What's making me laugh is this fucking person. It's got me inspired to be like, Oh my God, if you guys have haven't seen it yet. <laughs> the Eye with Jessica Alba. Jessica Alba's amazing. Great actress. Fuck, I'd do anything to her. But oh yeah, I've never seen this movie. It, it was good though. Tony, Tony's like, I would literally drag my nuts through glass to just oh, sniff one of her farts. <laughs> I would drink the water she bathes in. I've said this before. <laughs> I'm just going to have to let you know that that's how you get AIDS. She had AIDS at one point. Well, not AIDS. It was an, she got an STD. She, I think she did have AIDS, right? No, it was an STD. So, like, when she, she was younger, and she was in that. She was in that show, Dark Angel, or whatever. The one of her co-stars was older than her. He was like thirty or forty, and she was literally like early twenties. He gave her like chlamydia or something like that. Oh no. Yeah, I was like, oh man. Unless that shit's fake too, but it was a pretty big story. Uh, anyway, See, we are definitely at an hour. To close this out, let's go Jessica Alba STD. Let's see, what STD did Jessica Alba have? What, 
um, Jessica Alba. Oh my God. Jessica Alba is one of the most famous celebrities with herpes. Presumably the virus is transmitted to her by her ex-boyfriend, Derek Cheater. No. Oh God. That's who that is. <laughs> no. No. How did you? Oh my God. Derek, Derek Cheater is a, is a, a super spreader. Derek, Bro, I'd have been banging her too. Jessica Alba and Jessica Simpson both got herpes from Derek Cheater. Oh, but they just love that. So then that means that her husband, Cash Warren, got herpes too. Okay, to find fill the finalists out, we've got one last list, and this is a list of twenty-five celebrities who all have an STD. Number one, Jessica Alba has herpes. We know that. Um, it's disappointing. Blah blah blah. Paris Hilton, yeah, Paris Hilton definitely has every single one ever. Yeah, she's got to. Um, Scarlett Johansson apparently has um. Herpes. Interesting. A lot of people have herpes, to be honest. Well, yeah, and uh, so herpes isn't, like, curable, but you can treat it, right? Like, you can take medicine for it, so it doesn't... Yeah, okay. Oh, my God. Um, Britney Spears got herpes, but not how you think she'd get herpes. She got herpes because she entered a public restroom barefoot, and and isn't very... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> interesting um kim kardashian makes sense you're married to kanye kanye probably has like every one... disease known to man oh my oh that's disgusting <laughs> um rihanna apparently has one um uh, chris apparently brown from chris brown she got um <laughs> um, um a fist to the face. no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> he's like i woke up Jessica Biel. Oh my God, Jessica Biel also also got herpes from Derek Jeter. Oh God, man, dude was that's banging three, every celebrity. That's three Jessicas that have gotten herpes from Derek. <clears throat> he got a thing for Jessicas. Oh, unfortunately, Jessica Biel is another one of Derek Jeter's victims. Also, we wonder why aren't these starlets warning each other like Scarlet? Jessica Alba, you guys could have saved her. However, those two are just bitter and hope they continue to spread his inflamed genitals to the rest of the world. Jesus. Um, Pamela Anderson. Who, Derek Jeter? Yeah. Um, Derek Jeter is D-E-R-E-K-J-E-T-E-R. There we go. Former baseball player. Um, yeah, the Baywatch babe has fell victim to the STD craze as well. One of the things Pam Anderson thought is that she is very open about the status of her disease. Was diagnosed with hepatitis C, been battling her disease ever since. She contracted the disease from sharing a tattoo needle with her ex-husband Tommy Lee. Jesus. Could you imagine Tommy getting Lee. Could you imagine getting STD and you didn't get to have sex? <laughs> Let's see here. Oh yeah. His personal life has been a frequent topic in gossip column. That's crazy. Oh no, Alyssa Milano! I knew you were gonna. Oh my God, she got it from Derek Jeter too. <laughs> <laughs> this dude's just banging everybody. No wonder they got a whole Me Too thing going. Have you seen? Um, you've seen the Family Guy episode where Peter and um, Quagmire start up their own um, band? No, Alyssa Milano. I knew you were gonna be hot when you were nine. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh my God! They really put Michael Jackson. They really, they really put Magic Johnson on this list because he's got AIDS. 
Hey, man, still alive. The longest surviving AIDS victim. <laughs> then number 21 is Derek Jeter, who's a super spreader. <laughs> Whoa! Naomi Judd has a sex... She's got hepatitis so. C? Oh, god damn. That would suck. It's like a death sentence. Tony Bennett's got an STD? Who slept with Tony Bennett? Probably another dude. Um, this one comes in a surprise. Who would have thought a musician of such class could have such unfortunate sexual history? Tony's now 89 years old and still suffers from the forever giving STD herpes. In 1986, Linda Feldman filed claims against the singer claiming that he had knowingly gave her the disease and wanted 90 million in damages. She claimed he, he said this to her after she found out that she was infected. I've had it for years. You get used to it. It's God's way of giving you sex life arrest. Yikes. Instead of settling... Outside of court, Tony filed a counterclaim for $100 million for defamation, and he provided medical documents saying that he was clean. The case was thrown out. The thing is, how hard was it to, to alter medical exams back then? Who knows? Even at his current age, the guy may have a clean bill of health. Regardless, this should be a final reminder to everyone. Take your time when choosing sex partners. Intercourse is only temporary, but STDs last forever. Jesus. Jesus Christ. Rap- Big bowlers, wrap it up and stay safe. But I think we can close with the fact that Derek Jeter is a herpes super spreader. He be fucking everybody. Game. I bet you the buttercream gang's got some AIDS floating around. Anybody's name called the buttercream gang? Buttercreams, buttercreamers forever. Bro, the Butterfin Gang is the shit. Don't you forget it. <laughs> All right, we better better cut it before I start talking about the sequel because I've been watching it off and on this last couple of minutes. Remember, remember, Tony, go on YouTube and watch the Food Fight vid episode from John. Oh, God. All right, I'll Definitely check it out. That. Definitely do that. thanks guys for listening I am Tony that is my buddy Austin you can check us out on all social media platforms and if you're interested in checking us out on Audia please reach out to us let us know we'll get you set up with that otherwise you can definitely check us out at thegreatgirthpodcast.com again that is thegreatgirthpodcast.com Austin buddy I will see you on Wednesday adios